Hi, friends. It's Andrea with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. The other day I was at Walgreens and I was picking up a ginger ale for my sick kid. And, you know, they have several refrigerator cases. And I was completely shocked to see most were filled with energy drinks. You can tell I haven't been by those refrigerator cases in quite a long time, but there were monster drinks and Red Bull drinks and a million different flavors. And I honestly had no idea there were so many. And it made me realize that the reason there must be so many flavors is because people drink them and they're super popular. So I started doing some investigation and want to share some thoughts about what I found. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Holy cow. Not only are there Red Bull and Monster, but here are some of the energy drinks that I found. So Celsius, Alani. Five Hour Energy, Rockstar Energy, Ghost Energy, Prime, VPX Redline Extreme, Bang Energy Drink, Gorge Energy Drink, Zoa, Uptime, and of course, as I already said, Red Bull and Monster. Total energy drink sales globally reached $57 billion in 2020. Energy drinks are the second most popular dietary supplement among U.S. teens and young adults, just behind vitamin supplements. Most energy drinks contain between 100 and 300 milligrams of caffeine, which is quite a lot, actually, because the benchmark, kind of the border for defining something as an excessive amount of intake of caffeine is more than 400 milligrams. So you can see that you know, it's pretty common for people to have multiple energy drinks in a day. And simply two of those can put you well over that threshold for excessive intake of caffeine, which can cause heart palpitations, tremors, agitation, gastrointestinal upset. And heavy ca caffeine use is also associated with increased risk of addictive behaviors. Not to mention that many of the energy drinks, there's a ton of sugar present. So a 16-ounce Monster Energy drink, some varieties can have up to 47 grams of added sugar, which is about 12 teaspoons of sugar. Holy cow. That's a lot. And most of these drinks are being marketed to teens and young adults. 
The original marketing campaign was Red Bull Gives You Wings. I think we all remember those commercials, especially if you're my age or even younger. And then more recently, drinks like Celsius target their marketing to young women, saying it can help them burn fat and that you should drink it prior to a workout. This is so damaging and really just feeds into so many diet culture messages that have primed us to be ready for an anecdote to our weight loss efforts. You know, the thing that's going to help us with our weight loss efforts. They promise enhanced mental focus. They're marketed as a healthy diet, part of a healthy diet, because they might contain common vitamins inside their products. That doesn't make it healthy. No, they might claim enhanced sports performance. They'll give you increased energy. I've heard a new one that it can cure Alzheimer's, boost metabolism. The problem, there's so many problems with this, I should say. But one, especially related to drinks, adding supplements into them. They're really, the the supplement industry really has little regulatory oversight in our country. So it's unclear if the effects of these supplements what the effects are and what the safe levels of these various supplements are. So not only are you getting a huge load of caffeine, but also possibly unsafe levels of very specific herbal supplements. And many people say that energy drink industry should be much more controlled and tested and all of their claims should be tested and and have further regulations as well. Most concerning to me, of course, is that there's evidence that individuals with eating disorders utilize energy drinks for a boost of energy, of course, using zero calorie options. And studies show that those with eating disorders tend to overuse caffeine as well. So these types of drinks are just not great for the general diet culture. They're kind of Taking what is established as diet culture and the desire, extreme desire to lose weight and marketing kind of taps into that, saying that this is energy drinks can be a really good support in those efforts. And that, you know, that marketing preys on those that are eager to lose weight and it's prime for trouble and just simply taking advantage of that diet culture conditioning. So my advice is to be wary of the promises. Use some common sense. If it seems like marketing promises are a stretch, then they most likely are. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.